professionals at this shit for sure hello hello friends how is everyone and how are you sir well they can't answer us no i know i'm good so nice to have i'm good jesus christ well i hope they're good i hope they're good as well they're listening to us so hot as a motherfucker down here totally good in the head Whoo, man we just trained for a bit and i am one sweaty man let me tell you (laughs) oh my god it just won't stop just sweating everywhere it's fucking outrageous it's nice, but how's your life, man? It's good, man. Good? It's good. Um, any conflicts with customs, uh, Tim Hortons, or any categories? <laughs> well, the Tim Hortons lids can go fuck themselves still. They're so stupid. I'm drinking it right now. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, they're, they're dumb as fuck. Um, customs, everything came through, but it was two days late, so it slowed it down for reshipping to everybody else, which That's is annoying. a pain in the dick. Yes. And, uh, yeah. You know, cool. same old, same so, old. Yeah. So how frustrated does that make you when shit doesn't happen? And it makes you frustrated mostly because of the customer service, right? Yeah. Well, I don't like other people waiting. Yes. Because I know, like, I'm impatient, so I just assume everybody else is impatient plus. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I just, I want it to be perfect. I want yeah. everything to be perfect. I want everything to show up perfect and everybody to be happy. And it's yeah. just, it's difficult because I do take it on. Yeah. So, like, even if, like, someone else, someone in the factory makes it, uh-huh. it's still, like, it's mine, yeah. you know? I want it to be perfect. Well, your name's on it. Yep. Your name's on it. You created the business. You want the the product to be as is every time, every shot. But, unfortunately, most of the like, the manufacturing itself is out of your control. Yeah. Well, I battle-tested the ghee last night. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Nice. I, love I it. haven't yep. seen one yet. You just nice. have the well, one I have here. it in the back. I'll show it. Okay, I brought cool. it today. Yeah, I want to well, see I, it. One of the new students... Fucking cut his head. He had a freshly shaved head. Yeah. So I, I'd say he probably had like a little nick on it from shaving, and then it opened. And oh, yeah. Fucking, you know where it smeared on me? All over your right on my teeth. ass, man. Right on my asshole. <laughs> yeah, it smeared on my asshole. So fucking Connor comes up. He's like, Kent, I think your ass is bleeding. <laughs> oh shit. It's like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's some hard rolls, yeah. bro. So I went home and I washed it, and <clears throat> all the blood came out. Oh perfect. Four different blood stains. There was like finger fucking holes. Like everybody bled last night. Yeah, brand new. Fucking fresh thirty white people gi. on the mat. Every goddamn person bled last night. So what, on my brand new gi. Have, how many different styles or colors of gis are you gonna? Well, have? I'm starting with it's a hundred percent cotton ultralight ripstop. Mm-hmm. So it's borderline IBJJF legal. Mm-hmm. And I say borderline because it says in the rules hundred percent cotton should be legal, but there's banter on Reddit that they have been turned away. Okay. And then one of the guys that said they turned away my cotton ripstop said he looked over and someone on the mat was rolling in that in the tournament because oh. it was a different gee checker. So it depends on the ref. It depends on the gee checker. It depends on the guy that's approving when you're walking through. That's annoying. Yep. Um, yep. Does anyone really care about the IBJJ? Well, that's anymore? the thing. Like, I'm my second gi coming through. I have a sample coming in a week or two weeks. It's a camo gi. It's yeah. camo ripstop, yeah. and I'm super fucking pumped to try yeah. it. And that one, like, of course, it's not IBJJF legal. And I say that'll sell just as good as the white yeah. one. Is it not because of the color? 
Well, yeah, because in IBJJF stupid. it has to be white, uh, white, blue, or black. That's stupid. Well, yep. Like, who cares what you wear out there? Hey, man. It should come down to like most things, what you're doing out there. Yeah, it is what it is, right? People yeah, or whatever. I, I just suppose. don't care. Yeah, for sure. So that's exciting. So you're going to do the two, I guess you can call them pilot projects. Yep. Right now, and then whatever happens after that. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. They'll be the geese, and uh, we'll see how they sell. I, I figure I'm, I'm going to sell a lot of them. Yeah. Just because there's already people lining up, like, here's my bank information. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then I'll sell them here to new students in the GI program. So, like, even if it fails, it won't fail. As long as Zombie Proof exists, I'll still be able to sell them at the club. So it's like I have this nice safety net. So you'll sell it as, like, the package. Yes. When you sign up for the GI classes, you get this GI, so you're selling them regardless. You're just tacking on the price kind of thing. Yep. Sure. Um, So, yeah, so are you going to conquer the gi world, too? I'm going to try. Yeah. Fuck it, right? Like, let's fun. see how this goes. It's fun. Good for you. Yeah. How uh, how are you? How was the weekend? It was good, man. You know, life's a little wild. Um, with a newborn, he'll mm. be a month old uh, this Saturday. So How fucking cool is that? <clears throat> it's super fun, man. Um, although he doesn't really converse or do anything with us, <laughs> it's still so much fun. Like, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. The, I mean, he still talks. He doesn't shut up. He's grunting. and <laughs> Fucking screaming and hollering all night long. That's so. awesome. Um, but no, life's hectic that way, man. Other than that, I, you know, I've been off work for a while because of the baby being born. So yep. um, being at home, like I said before, is way less stressful than going to work. I'd much rather be home with my child yeah. all day, every day, than go to work. Um, however, that's not the reality. But uh, life's good, man. I can't complain. You know, I go a little shack wacky at times. At home, you know, you're just home with the wife and the yep. kid, and you're just, you know, you're just kind of hanging around, binge watching the fuck out of Friends. Yeah, yeah, man, that's weird. All Why? Over. I don't know. Wife put it on, and then we got into it. I mean, I'm doing work while I'm sitting there. Um, I'm always writing something or looking up something or focusing on something, but I'm watching in between, and you know, it's fun. Friends is funny. It's good for a laugh, and she mm. enjoys it, so I don't really care. Hey, cool. Yeah, that's all that really matters. But. Yep. uh yeah, man. Fuck, life's good. I can't complain. I it's really can't. perfect. I didn't know having kids was so... <sighs> Interesting. Yeah, like it's so... Um, <laughs> like every day he looks different. Yeah. Every day he does something different or like a different expression. Or And you know, it doesn't matter how many times people say it. It goes so fast. Yeah, man. Like a, It really does. Like a, I turn my head and the kids are grown. Yeah. It's fucked. And like I, I've been off work for three weeks now three to five weeks that I'm going to be off. And it felt like it just, like, other than the week we spent in the hospital. <clears throat> other than that, we've been home. And, like, we do nothing but look after that child, basically, up and down with him all night. And it flies by, man. You know, like, three weeks already. And then next thing you know, I'll be back to work. And then I'll have work and then him. And then it's just as fucking wild. It's so much fun and scary, like, scary in a good way. Scary in a way, it's like, holy shit, I really got to, you know, provide and take care of shit. Keep this kid alive. You know, like, be, I'm responsible for him. I got to up my, up my output in the household kind of thing, you know. You never yep. want to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. You always want to be there for the kid, and you always want to provide well for the kid. So well, there's always something to do, on too. That. Yeah, for sure. Always Life is just like a big make-work project. <laughs> you can always find something. Yeah, and which is good, because it's easy to, you know, we're, like you say, we're all notoriously lazy yep 
when you have a kid you can't be you don't have a fucking choice that's it well you know all about it your kids are getting older and oh yeah um you know they don't stop it's wild um i love it yeah and that's the only best way i can describe it is fucking wild and i'm loving every second of it mm-hmm. my wife is the best person in the world like i have new I don't know if this happened with you, but like when Deanna had Carly, yep. did you have like this new found appreciation for your wife? Yeah. I like, mean, <clears throat> I've always, like, I don't know. I think I like my wife too much. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It it's, is. Like, I've always felt that way. So there wasn't a big change for yeah. me because I've always just, I don't know. I like her a lot. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I'm not saying you didn't. No, of Sorry, course. Life isn't common. No, 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 no. Because if it is, I, I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, it's all good. Um, no, I've always loved my wife dearly, obviously. Sure, sure you did. Yeah, but especially now, she takes care of the baby primarily 98% of the time. So, yeah. Yeah, I love you, babe. Um, Were there any fights this weekend? Uh, there was, yeah. There's uh, UFC on ESPN, I believe. Oh, yeah, I watched it. What? 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 Yeah. What parallel universe are I we living know. in? Because it's free. Yeah. And you sat down and made a point to watch it? Yes, I did. I think I watched the Bellator, too, but I watched the Bellator the next day. I had See, here's my problem with Bellator. I had no fucking idea it was happening. Mm. I followed him on Instagram. I'm okay with that, though. I, I, I Actually, I dig that. Yeah, but I mean, how are people going to watch if it's not promoted? Mm. That's a problem for me. That's true. I need to see it. I need to know all about it. Um, I didn't watch a thing. Was the fe- females a main event for Bellator? Yeah, the gym... Uh, Julia, Julia Bud. Bud, featherweight champ or something. Yeah. And, and didn't she won. She, she, yeah. Yeah. Or did she? I don't even. I don't even. See, I don't know. I didn't watch. Yeah. No. Fuck um, it. It's interesting. ESPN has this big deal with UFC now, but they also cover like Bellator, Professional Fighters League, <laughs> all of them. So it's interesting how they are primarily UFC, but they bring in, they still cover all the other shit. All about that money. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, there was fights, man. Uh, Jermaine Durand, I mean. Say it again. Jermaine. <laughs> Durand to me. Knocked out Aspen Ladd in 16 seconds. Ain't that some shit. You watched it, right? It's depressing. Yeah, no, I watched that. It was um, dude, Aspen Ladd with that weight cut, though. Mm. Did you see the video of that? She, yeah, apparently she almost died. That like, was fucking terrifying, shit. man. Yeah, fuck that. She was on the scale, and she was like, literally. Talked about it before. Weight cuts suck. Yeah, for sure. Does suck. Speaking of weight cuts, uh, 1FC does no fucking weight cuts. And they got a stacked-ass carrot in August. I shared it on my Instagram today. It looks badass. I'm going to have to check um, check that one out. I don't even know how you watch it. you have to download an app or some shit? I don't um, even know. But I got to get a hold of that. Um, yeah, so Jermaine Durand me knocked out Aspen Ladd. People are calling it an early stoppage. I think if Herb Dean didn't stop it, she I was, seen that. Like, she she was, was going to get more smacks. She was, was looking up, be, though. Like. Yeah, she was coherent. Sure, she got fucking smashed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the way the fight was going to go. It was a stylistic matchup. It was a Dutch kickboxer, you know, like one of the best female kickboxers in the UFC. I feel like we're saying that a lot lately. But <laughs> And then you go against Aspen Ladd, who is... A, like a stellar grappler, really takes people down, controls them, beats them up, or submits them. Um, and that's just the way it goes. It's one or the other. So, and Jermaine Randomy just got not lucky, but she picked her shot and she landed it, and then that was it. I think it's safe to say it was a good stoppage, although I can see why people think it was yep. why it was early. Um, definitely. Uh, call main event, Rory Faber came back, man. Yeah, that was something, eh? He'll probably get a title shot. I hope so. You know, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people at bantamweight, but when you have, when you look at the bantamweight division, you have guys like 
like Aljamain Sterling, these guys are contenders and they're in the position. But Henry Cejudo, who's the champ, champ, does... Called him out a few years ago, right? Yeah, and then Uriah called him out after the fight, after this one. Um, I'll watch. He'll probably get it because it's a big fight. They'll do it in Sacramento or something like that. They'll do it somewhere in California. Um, Rye Faber killing the man for 40 years old. Yeah, it's great. Really killing it. Looked really good. Uh, Ricky Simone's no joke. He, you know, he's been around. He's been in the UFC for a while now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not mad at Rye for sure. He's uh, he's out there killing it. I think he just. I, I don't think he deserves a title shot, but I understand if he gets it. Yep. For sure. Um, yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it either way. It's Rye Faber, right? Yeah. That's the thing. It's um, Faber's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. He's uh, he's always entertaining. So. <clears throat> What number was that? I'm just looking up the fight night number. No, not that one. Okay. Silence. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just looking something up. He's not actually. <laughs> yeah. no, He's a fucking there. liar. Suspense. Yeah. Oh, Josh Emmett. Yeah. So, uh, Merside Beck. Beckick or Bechtick. I don't know how to say his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fights a TriStar. You remember he had that badass mustache? Yep, yep. Uh, he fought uh, Darren Elkins a couple years ago. Uh, he got knocked out by Josh Emmett. <clears throat> Josh yeah, Emmett seen that. is another team alpha male guy. Fucking starched. It was a good night for them. Yeah, they went 4-2 and two Saturday night, which is impressive. Um, very impressive. What else do we have? Not many more finishes on the main card. Uh, touchy feely man, Andre Touchy Feely uh, against Shaman Rice. Shaman Rice is a legit, like Muay Thai, legit practitioner, and you wouldn't think it because uh, I mean Andre Feely, his striking skill we've seen it in the past, but yep. this was over the top. This was he looked fantastic. Uh, Juliana Penny uh, returned to decision. Nico Montana, that was fun. Uh, both women are good, strong grapplers. Ryan Hall man, yeah, I mean, and like striking. Yeah, like throwing spinning heel kicks it's to great. the head, knock him down. Because he has absolutely no fear of getting taken down. No, and it's a very awkward style. He, um, like he, he never gets hit. Almost never gets hit because he he fights at that kicking range. Yep. Um, he doesn't throw many punches. He does what he has to do to get inside and get a hold of you. Um, almost had a triangle locked up, I believe, at the end of the first or second round. I forget. Fucking the Rye angle, man. Yeah, he's a wizard, man. He's uh. Yeah, he's got, he got that name rightfully so because he's so fun to watch. Um, he's a sleeper because he's inactivity, right? The inactivity gets him. He he fought 2016 against Gray Maynard, won that fight, and then of course the fight in December against BJ Penn, finish him with a lovely heel hook, um, and then yeah, Saturday night uh, taking care of Darren Elkins and impressive. And Elkins fashion. like he's good man. He's the toughest. He's one of the toughest guys, I'd say, in that division. Um, he doesn't quit. He didn't quit that night, but he got rocked a couple times. Yep. Definitely got rocked a couple times. It's amazing to think of fucking Ryan Hall as a striker. Yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what else is next for him because he's, uh, you know, he's breaking into the top 15 for sure. He has to be. That's awesome. Has to be. Um, yeah, it's you don't see styles like his, like his very often, man. Not very often at all, so... I like the idea of being that good on the ground that you don't care 
Yeah. So you just throw whatever you want. It yeah. just makes you so much more comfortable. Definitely. Right? You don't have that same fear, so you're willing to open up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't want a Luke Rockhold fucking spinning round. And, no. Or was it Rockhold? It was, who, who did the spinning? Chris Weidman yeah, did, did the spin, which he... He admitted to never doing yeah, the training, it and then horrible. he did it. Yeah. And then you got a motherfucker like Luke Hoff, Rockhold on top of you, yep. who should retire. Um, poor Luke Rockhold's jaw. Uh, keeps fighting, keeps getting knocked out. His modeling career will be over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. So, like, Ryan Hall is one of... He's like the new version of a Damian Maya, only hmm. better. Because Damian Maya was a specialist. You don't see specialists very often. Mm -hmm. You see good strikers. You see guys who have impressive top games, guys who, you know, have good counter-wrestling, but you don't see a pure specialist yep. who wants to, you know, play 50-50 card, yep. lag entanglements, put you in a heel hook and submit you. Well, so, and he's old school with all of these things. People definitely. don't realize, like, there's videos on him doing triangles, like, yeah. A while ago. There's videos on him doing heel hooks a while ago. Yeah. It's not like he just got into it. No. He was heel hooking people before heel hooks were popular. Oh, like yeah. a long time ago. I remember, I think I got the instructional from you, and it was fucking years ago. Oh, his instructional is amazing. Yeah, he's a genius. He talks man. in a way that I understand. Yeah. You know, he's one of my coaches. He just doesn't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, he's one of the rare specialists. Yep. That... Like you said, has no fear of being taken down. You think Damian Meyer was afraid to be taken down? He just preferred to stay on top. Yep. So his specialty became that single leg and taking him down, pulling guard or whatever, and people figure that out. But Ryan Hall's a tricky puzzle, man. He's throwing spin hook kicks and shit like it's that. Fucked. From that kicking range, usually hands down. Mm -hmm. He wants you to engage so he can get a hold of you. Yeah, it's just wild. Um, his chin wasn't necessarily, hasn't been necessarily tested yet, but we'll see. But I like it. I'm a big fan. Um, yep. I was a fan of his jiu-jitsu before the UFC, so let's see what happens. Yep, I agree. Let's see what happens. I'm looking forward to the future. Yeah, me too. Um, I'd like to see more guys, and you will see more guys. We have Gary Tonin, mm -hmm. uh, Gordon Ryan's plans are to transfer in MMA. Yep. Um, I'd like to see these high-class, high-level submission grapplers out of the gi, because yeah. gi is getting kind of swept under the rug with all the popularity of... Mm -hmm. You know, these big tournaments and these big events, um, which I'm okay with because yeah. it's way more exciting. Fuck Submission it. only is way more exciting. I agree. Um, what was that? Sub submersive or, or yeah. subversive? Subversive. Is that a fight to win thing, do you know? Or? No, it's a, it's its own tournament. Is it? Yep. So it's like a team tournament similar to Quintet? Yes. Or something. I didn't look it up. I should have. But 10th um, Planet won on the weekend. They yeah, won the whole thing, cool. which is cool. Awesome. Um they had killers in there, though. Yeah. Real killers. Um, I like I like that team concept. It's mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah, team concept is cool. It is cool. Um, because although, like you always say, BJJ, submission grappling, whatever it is, is an individual sport. Mm -hmm. It is, but it takes a team to prepare you for that individual night, for that one night. So if you guys prepare together and then go in and compete together, yeah, there's that bonding. different... There has to be that different... Uh, that different fire under your ass kind of thing. Which is fun. I think it's the future. I think um, submission grappling is fucking fun, but they keep putting different spins on it. Yeah. For sure. I like it all. I'll take all the rule sets. Me too. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I'm care. I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I just want to watch it. I like it all. Like, that's the thing. Like, it, the rule sets evolving are fun because I get to continue to do different things with exactly. grappling. And, and I talked about this the other day. Like, 
I'm a black belt, and I have to work on my armbar from mount. I have to work on my armbar from guard. I have to work on my back control. Well, no, my back control. I have to work on my finishing from the back. I, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I have a laundry list of shit in my head that I'm like, I want to fix this. I want to work on this. So it's it's so amazing like people think that you get to black and you like know everything and i'm just sitting here like fuck man like i got so much to learn yeah and i mean here's the difference between you and someone else you admit all these things that Mm -hmm. you're not so good at as a black belt which means you will get better at them well i just keep putting myself into shitty spots and i keep like i I wanted to get good at armbar defense yeah so over the last like six months i've probably been armbarred like 800 fucking times yeah and it's terrible i hate it i hate losing i'm not happy about it so it affects your mental you think when you lose that much well and like yesterday i was working on um i was trying to pop my elbow out like Mm -hmm. i was trying to pendulum my legs Yeah, yeah so i'm working on like i get it there and I'm not giving anybody the armbar, so I'm not trying to take away from anybody. Of course. That's not the point. But I'm getting to positions where the armbars are available, mm-hmm. right? So let's say, look at this from a lab perspective, right? I want to get mm-hmm. into threatened armbar positions, mm-hmm. and then I want to get better at defending them when the person has 10% of an armbar, then when the person has 50% of an armbar, when the person has fucking 75% of the armbar. Sure. So I want to get good at all of the phases. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, if I get really good at defending them before I get stuck in them, right? Right. So putting myself into positions where I'm going to get armbarred. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first off, let's start there. I like that because I'm purposely doing it so I know what not to do, right? Sure. Uh, so, like, as I'm getting into the position where I know my arm is available, if I was doing anti that, like actually trying to defend... Mm-hmm. That's what I would not do. Right. Right. So I'm learning both sides of it. Uh-huh. And then when my arm is caught and I know I have to defend, I'm working on like the rear naked choke defense, yep. trying to get my hand in the right spot and then find out what angle my body needs to be to maximize how hard it is to pull that arm out. Sure. And then when my arm does come free, I'm working on the hitchhiker, uh-huh. trying to avoid getting thumb control, how to quickly throw my arm up. And then when I'm already stuck, I'm trying to pendulum and see what way I can pull my elbow out and then what angle of my body makes it easiest for my elbow to come loose. So I'm doing fucking science here, right? Yeah, and or you do that crazy wild and out shit like that heartbreaker that you were showing. Oh, dude. Yeah, you know how many heel hooks I've caught off yeah. armbar escapes in the last fucking three months? That shit will make you quit, man. Dude. I said that before. Like and I'm getting guy. it against the good guys. Yeah. Oh, right? Because like, sure. I, I can do it to a white belt. Mm-hmm. That's sure. not a problem. But like my, my good purple belts, my mm-hmm. brown belts, they're mm-hmm. the guys. Like I'm getting it on them. Sure. So it's like I know this is working. Definitely. I yeah. know this is a good thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the one I just filmed, the uh, escaping back into a heel hook. Yeah. That motherfucker, that hurts the heart. Mm-hmm. When I do that, I feel bad. Because, like, I know how close you were to choking me, and now you're you're yeah, trying you're, to hurt you're... my leg with the tap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're slapping my ass <laughs> yeah. in desperation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fuck you, Kent. Yep. Yep, yep. I bad. feel that. Yeah. I feel that right my in the bad. heart. Yeah, for sure, but that's just the way it goes. <laughs> but that's, like, I just, I want to get better, right? So yep. if I don't keep putting myself in these shit positions, how am I supposed to get better? Right? And I'm I... not trying to win every match. I'm trying to improve. That's right. Right and and it's it's working, man. Like I feel like I'm just blowing through plateaus, which yeah, is great. For and sure. that comes down to like this is a life lesson shit. I can go on a rant about this mm-hmm. accountability. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's not your responsibility to make me better at jujitsu. 
No. Right? So when I go against you, I can't be like, oh, well, John's just going to work on trying to get me better. No, it's not like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to be accountable to get myself better. So I have to look at my fucking bad parts. And this is a self-reflection thing, right? So let's say we're not talking about jujitsu. Let's say we're talking about your life. Anything you suck at, if you're willing to admit it, Mm -hmm. you can make it better. Yeah, and I mean that's you can just, fix your fucking life. That's just your personality blending yeah. into your jujitsu. Yes, and I mean a lot of people don't have that shit. A lot well, of they don't should have th- that switch. Oh, there's dude. the title of the episode: "Fix Your Fucking Life, Stupid." Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people should have that mentality, but yeah. a lot of people are too fucking. But it's it's so easy, guys. If you just sit back and look at your life, mm-hmm. just take accountability for all of it. Are you not good at cleaning? No. Cool. Here's your options. Yeah. Get better at cleaning. Hire a fucking cleaner. People are also very good at being comfortable. And oh, dude, nobody and wants to admit that they suck at but something. They'll take accountability and being lazy oh. and be okay with it. Yeah, and be like, ah, oh, well. But that sucks. Because yeah. that's like that's then you're just uh, you're sacking through life. I'm man. just fat. You know, it's fine. Not cool, bro. You know, it's because uh, like, you can fix anything, man. You can fix absolutely right, anything, and you can do anything. You know how fucking easy that shit is. Yeah, it's all about that self accountability. If you sit down and really start admitting the shit that you're fucking up, yeah, and figure out what you're fucking up, fix the shit you're fucking up, make your life better, bro. Exactly, and it's like what I say when I say that's so fucking easy. It's being accountable. Yep. You know, everything comes full circle when you realize what the fuck you're doing and why you're doing it. And once you figure out you can fix it, because accountability is a motherfucker. Yeah. It's ruthless, man. It'll hurt your feelings. Yeah. For sure. But then you, you got to be real with yourself. But it gives you that paradigm shift, man. Like you once you be. accept the fact that you are accountable for everything in your life, yeah. your life is gonna get better. One hundred percent, and it's completely up to you. Yep. And like you said, no one's gonna make you better at jujitsu. Yeah. No one's gonna give you a better outlook on life than yourself, bro. Nobody. When I really embraced accountability, it changed everything, mm-hmm. right? I'm responsible for everything that happens, in my opinion, right? Uh-huh. And people people can say whatever they want, but I'm even responsible for how I react to situations. So let's say we're in a scenario where I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. I have a choice on how I feel about the situation that I don't have a choice about. Well, At I've... the end of the day, I still get to feel how I want to feel. Yeah, right? I mean, like I get to make that choice. Dude, it... Yeah, the only real thing you can control is, well, your well-being, for the most part, and your reactionary lapse to everything. So, like, whatever happens, you can either dwell and bitch among. I used to be terrible for this, man. I'd go worst case right off the bat. That's the common shit. I would get frustrated, and I would get stuck in a rut, and I'd be like, ah. Even with jiu-jitsu, man, I get frustrated because I wasn't winning. It's like, Mm -hmm. that shit's not even close to important. Yep. Not even close, but I, you know, it's it's easy to get in that rut and just be like, ah, well, fuck it, fuck it. It's you know, it doesn't make sense. Yep. Um, but then I got away from that, fix that shit. Yes, like you said, it's all self-reflection. It's it all is, stuff that you need to just look inside. And I mean, it sounds hippie-ish, but it's fucking true. Yeah. Just figure your stuff out. Look inside you. See what's working. Keep doing that, but keep doing it times 100. Yep. Amplify that shit, man. Keep doing that, and whatever is not working, throw it out in the fucking backyard. Yep. Light it on fire and say, forget about it. Well, and it comes down to, like, how much do you want out of life, right? Like, yeah. are you comfortable with your current situation? Yeah. 
And and this is a good question for everybody. Are you? Yeah. I want you guys, honestly, if, if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. message me. Yeah. If you're not comfortable with your current situation. Yeah. Message me as well, because I'm me, always looking to convince. Tell me what the situation is, and then let's, fuck, maybe maybe there's something that we can do better. Definitely. I'm sure everybody, like, that's the thing, man. Like, what are your skills? Yeah. Do you have anything that could translate into money? Do you have or, anything that can translate into a side hustle, or, a side business, a side more, job, more anything? importantly, what are you passionate about? Yeah. <clears throat> Because you can take your passion, as long as it's not killing people, or you know what I mean. Like, Well, join the army, then yeah. you could probably turn that into exactly. something, too. But whatever you're passionate about, you can fucking make it into, even if you're okay with making the minimal amount of revenue starting out. Yep. Shit will blow up. All you gotta do is keep doing it. And then, like, here's the thing, too. It's, it's a double-edged sword. I want all of you to chase it recklessly, mm-hmm. right? But, man, some ideas are fucking stupid. Yes, of D- I seen this guy on Dragon's Den. You know what he spent his fucking family's life savings on? What? A fridge magnet to open freezies. And the dragons were like, bro, why don't you just use scissors? Yeah. And he was like, well, because this is on your fridge. So, yeah, but how many people are eating freezies? Yeah. Why am I going to buy that? That's stupid. And he spent so much money, and he was heartbroken to the point where he was in denial. He was like, this will work. This is a good idea. And they're like, bro, you're never going to make the money back that you spent on that. Yeah. Like getting prototypes done and shit. Like nobody's going to buy a fridge magnet to open freezies. What did it save the time it took from going from the freezer to the drawer next to the fridge? Yeah. Or use your fucking teeth, bro. So some some ideas are dumb. Yeah. Like you have to keep an open mind. You do. So like... with me, there's been lots of failures, but yeah. who cares? And, but you're open about them. Well, and you, you have should to be. be, right? Like, should be. If, if it fails, it fails, man. Just You're just figuring out ways that don't work. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, it's it's not a failure if you reframe it. You yeah. just figured out something that didn't fucking work. Yeah, so think about this. You have, like, two, like, a, a column A and column B, and you have a tally. Yeah. You can either tally it as life experience yep. or loss. Exactly. And however you do that, that's how you're... That's how you, you gander to the next thing. That's yeah. how you move on. And to too the many next people thing. look at failure like failure. Like this is done. This is over now. There's nothing I can do, and that's just not the case. Definitely. Right. Like for me, nothing. Nothing ends as like, well, this is never gonna work. I just deal with it. I'm, yeah. Make it work. Figure something yeah. out. And like it all sounds cliche, but it's true. I think that that failure and shit. And you hear this all over the internet. I'm not trying to reiterate what anyone's saying. I'm just saying how I actually feel. This shit's important. You should lose, man. I agree. You gotta lose. Shit's important. Like for example, that other podcast that I, I started doing, uh, the the beatdown or whatever it was yep. called, it didn't work out. I'm okay with that. Yeah, fuck it. Because we rushed it. You know, we try to make it into too, you know, too fast, too much, too fast, and it didn't work out. I'm okay with that. Totally okay with that. Exactly. But I, I truly think that it will work in the future once you build up your, you definitely, know, definitely. and that's what we talked about. Oh, 100 Because I'm, I'm okay with having like open conversations with that to you too. Like I didn't really think it was the right time for it. I told you, you agreed. Neither of us were heartbroken. Oh man. You know, I didn't feel bad about having the conversation. You didn't feel bad about hearing it. We had a good talk and I truly believe it's going to work because yeah. I, I love your your tone, your your attitude. I love the way you bring it to the mm-hmm. podcast. Thank you. Yeah. I think there's a future in it for sure, you. For sure. And the blogging thing. Tell me about the blogging thing. Uh, did you apply to that other one? I did, yeah. They contacted me. Um, they're very sporadic with their responses. 
like days sporadic. Yeah. Um, so, which is okay, but we're talking, and I sent them a sample of my, uh, the article I wrote about Tony Ferguson and Donald Cerrone, and they loved it. They said it was great. And then they asked me if I was still working at the other place. I said, yes, of course. And that was the last I heard. Last I heard. Um, yeah, but it's going well, man. I'm always looking up shit and always doing up drafts and stuff. So um, they keep paying me, and I'll keep producing stuff. Um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. And John uh, McKinnon, blogger. Yeah, and I mean, that's a f- it's a fun thing to do. I just I'm always looking bigger. I want bigger. I want to, you know, like there's a, there's no ceiling. Just like there's no ceiling in jujitsu, what we yep. say all the time. There's no ceiling to how bad I want to cover mixed martial arts yes. or BJJ <clears throat> or whatever combat sports in general. Yep, I want to push it out there. It's my passion. Well, someday you could be like a Robin Black for this, right? Yeah, fucking Robin East Black's Calendar. a fucking sweetheart. I love that guy. He's a wicked guy. Shout out to Robin Black. Yep. Um, and he's so good. He's, you know, that's a guy who is passionate about breaking down actual scenario, scenario fight like sequences, and he does them so well. He said, yep. "You know what? I'm good at this. I'm gonna do it." And now look at him. He's fucking. He's incredible at it. Yep. What uh, I'm gonna check right now because he got deleted. Yeah, but now ago, Joe Rogan gave him a shout out, and he's yep. back up to sixty-two thousand. Holy shit, that didn't take long. That's awesome, dude. I was happy that Robin Black just followed me the other day. Yeah, I was pumped about that. So it's like, yeah, thanks, man. Yep. So those little victories—that's a huge victory for him because he was deleted at what hundred k or something. Yeah, he follows me and you. We're right yeah. at the top. He follows Supernatural Survival Gear. Of course. He follows Zombie Proof. Of course. So he only follows two hundred and. What is it? He follows 298 people, mm-hmm. and I own Kent Peters, mm-hmm. Supernatural Survival Gear, Don't Hit You Jit, Zombie mm-hmm. Proof, and Heel Hooks and Happiness, and he follows all five of my yeah, accounts. There you go. That's wicked. And then he got me splashed yep. in there just for a laugh. Oh, dude, that's great. Absolutely. No, so that's a guy, like I said, super passionate about what he does. Yep. Made a career to covering fights. Which is awesome. Especially in Canada, because he's like the Canadian guy. Yeah. You know, he works at TSA. Well, and I remember and Robin Black and the Intergalactic Rock Band. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I remember watching him on the Fight Network actually fight. It's wild, He was like eh? 39 or something outrageous. It's wicked. He was a bantamweight, and he fought numerous times, and then he... He branched off into the commentary world, which I think he's so fucking good. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's inspirational, man. He is. He's that guy that, and I tell him that whenever I talk to him, I say, "Listen, man, your your shit's legit. It inspires me, and it's it's a good thing what you're doing because there's people like me out there that really, st- I get I get picked up when he does shit like that. Yep. And to see him blow up the way he did, or, or the way he just did again. Yep. You know. You can say thanks to the Joe Rogan show or thanks to anything. Yeah. It's because of who he is and what he does. I would love a show from Joe Rogan. Imagine the fucking followers I'd get. That'd be mint. That'd be great. Dude, I'm I'm looking for a show from anyone. <laughs> 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 for sure, one hundred percent. No, it's uh it's all good though, man. It's it's a grind and uh yeah, it's fun. Fuck it. All right, we're going to call this one, and uh, yeah, go fix your fucking life. Be accountable for one thing yes. today. Yes. Pick one fucking thing. Write fix it down. Your fucking life. Write it down. Write it on the fridge. Get some fucking paper. Write it down. Accountability, man. Accountability. It's all that matters. All right, guys, have a great day. Buy some of my shit. Follow this motherfucker. Give him a shout out if you want. Thank you, guys. See you <laughs> next week. All right, bye. bye.